Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Got a deep respect for the coaching staff and the, and the way that they go about it. I meet with Sully every morning, and we talk multiple times per day. He's deeply invested. He takes it. You can come. He has to walk out here every day and, and answer all the questions. It's not an easy position in, in this league, especially because of the commitment. So, congratulations to Mike Sullivan on doing the bare minimum of his job requirement. Caring. That was Kyle Dubas today, and Kyle Dubas was uh, put in front of the media or put himself in front of the media. And look, I I applaud Kyle Dubas for, you know, in this time where I think that there is uh, an increasing amount of conjecture and speculation and criticism of the team that he controls and operates right now, I I respect the fact that he hopped in front of a microphone today and answered questions and was at least semi-transparent on what the Penguins might do or might not do in the upcoming NHL trade deadline. But part of the question to him was essentially about the job that Mike Sullivan has done as head coach. And you just heard part of the answer that he gave. We'll play the whole thing for you in a little bit. And look, if the organization is set on, you know, standing behind Mike Sullivan, if they're set on not firing him during this season, at least, and who knows when they will, if they will, I get it. I I get why he's saying, hey, look, this guy's got a hard job. He cares. He's passionate, et cetera, et cetera. But look, I mean, 
at the end of the day, the results are the results. And right now, for the Penguins, the results, uh, well, they suck. And it's a team just with amazing, amazing talent on it still that can't find a way to capitalize enough on that talent. We hear night after night after night things like, we deserve better, we played hard, we think we're right there. Sometimes we hear the occasional, hey, we didn't have it tonight, we didn't play well, but I mean, at the end of the day, this team is struggling. And when I hear the GM of the team, of any team, come out and the first thing he says is, hey, look, you know, this guy cares. He's he's trying hard. It, it tells me either one of two things. One, they have no plans on firing him because they signed him to an extension and they don't want to have to worry about that money aspect of it right now. I can't imagine it's all that much on their table, but perhaps they just don't want to deal with that right now or there are motives that well, you know, it's not a secret that Sidney Crosby really likes Mike Sullivan and they probably don't want to tick off Sidney Crosby right now. But ultimately, it doesn't feel like Mike Sullivan is going to lead this team out of whatever you want to call what they're in right now, that area. I don't know if it's the doldrums necessarily. It's not the the seller. It's not something godforsaken and terrible. But they're also not a threat to go win a championship, and really, they don't look like a threat to make the postseason right now. By the way, for the second consecutive year. So Dubas talks today, and he comes out and says, you know, this guy's got a you know difficult job, and we know that, and, you know, he's very passionate, we're engaged, and we know that, and... I don't know. It just all feels like it's not enough to me. It's fine that he stood behind his coach if that's what they're planning on doing. But that, to me, is a flawed decision. Look, Mike Sullivan's a really, really good hockey mind. And he has done things here in Pittsburgh that will be and should be celebrated for a very, very long time. But, look, this is any sport, and we've talked about this certainly plenty as it pertains to the football team in town, but head coaches have an expiration date. They do. And we talked all fall, all winter, about Mike Tomlin and is it time to fire Mike Tomlin and this and that. Realistically... Mike Sullivan should be closer to the chopping block, I believe at this point, than Mike Tomlin. He has been the head coach, and I was going to say he has wasted, but I can't put this squarely on the coaching because there is another component to this, and that is the players and the goaltending and whatnot that has not been good enough when it's mattered most, but... Ultimately, he is the guy in charge night in and night out. And you heard Kyle Dubas talk about it. You know, Mike Sullivan has a commitment. He went on to say, and again, we'll play it for you in a bit, but he went on to say, you know, 
in Major League Baseball, it's it's more relaxed when you get to talk to the manager. It's not like he's stepping in front of you at a podium every single day, and it's very official. I, you know, all right. NFL, the head coach talks maybe twice a week. I mean, it sounded very, uh, what's the word? Very well-researched from Kyle Dubas when he was thinking of the defenses to come out with here for Mike Sullivan today. But ultimately, there's no defense for what this team is right now. And 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 here's the deal. If they had not gone out and tried with Dubas, and really even before that, just the hiring of Kyle Dubas. I mean, that was that was something that a lot of people, I think most people, if not generally all people, thought was a pretty darn good move for the organization, bringing in Kyle Dubas to, to run the operations, even though, you know, maybe uh, the time in Toronto sort of hit the skids a little bit and they let him go and, and all that. I think people looked at it and said, boy, that's, that's a really, really solid hire. I know I did. I had high expectations of Kyle Dubas. How could I not? Young, innovative, smart, analytical. And it seemed like the right move at the time. And maybe it will be. That is a move that we have to certainly let play out. But at least right now, the early returns on Kyle Dubas's tenure have not been better than Ron Hextall's or Brian Burke's. Have they? Is this team, despite the significant, significant moves that it made to get better in this past offseason, they're not. The power play is abysmal. A power play that has the option, at least, of having four of the truly elite talents at their position in recent NHL history. When you factor in Crosby, Malkin, Latang, Carlson, Gensel, five, really, you put in that mix. And they can't figure it out. And, and it just feels like they're constantly beating their head against the wall trying to do so. And it's been big news this year. It's something a lot of people have talked about. Why is the power play not work? Todd Reardon this and Mike Sullivan, you know, what's going on? Can you shake it up? Can you move this guy here, this guy there? All that. It all comes down to the fact that it's just not good. And there's pieces involved in it that have made it not good, but no matter what they've tried, no matter what buttons they have pushed with the power play, it's been crap. They don't move the puck quickly, laterally. You can tell. I mean, you watch a clean power play on another team, and you think, why do I never see that from the Penguins? Why do I not see that crisp, spaced-out, Lateral movement, that quick passing, the open shots, you you just never see it with them. You see shots in the bodies. You see Evgeny Malkin turning his back to the net, and I don't know what the hell he does half the time with the puck on the power play. And yet, no change. Nothing's gotten better there. You have veteran elite talent. That's the other part of this. It's not just that these guys are good. Look, good young players can go through struggles like this, and you think, okay, well, at least the excuse is that they are good. Or that they, you know, that they are young. But they're still good. And they can figure it out. With this team, they're veteran. 
This should be figured out by now. And you have to wonder, is the problem that they're old? Now, look, individually, those guys are all having pretty decent years. Crosby's been exceptional. 30-goal season, great. You know, Malkin until late, you know, last 10, 11 games here, I think, you know, Malkin's sitting at, what, two goals in his last 19 games total. So I guess 15 to 19 games in there haven't been so good. And that's obviously, you know, a quarter of a season right there. But he's still a threat. You brought in Carlson. Where where has where has the production on the power play been when you bring in an elite puck mover like that guy? Why has it not worked? And then you hear the GM today come out and say, you know, the head coach really cares. Okay, yeah, that's that's a given, Kyle. I would hope that he would care. If he didn't and he was still employed, we'd have a major problem here. <laughs> Caring is is not something as an NHL coach that is well paid. That is not something that you can put a feather in the cap in and say, hey, look, but you know, this guy, this guy here, he cares. He wants to win. Okay. What else? You know, Dubas went on to say that, you know, essentially right now, what it boils down to is they're not getting rid of Mike Sullivan. It doesn't feel like they're going to get rid of Mike Sullivan anytime soon. And I go back with this, and I've talked about this a little bit here throughout the course of this season and even last, uh, or yeah, I guess through this season. It was the early stages of the year. Back in the good old days of 2023. But I remember, you know, when they gave Mike Sullivan that extension, he had two years left on his deal, and they gave him an extension, the five-year extension, and I thought, why? What has this guy's team done that leads you to believe that he is deserving of being here longer term? And the only thing that I can come up with is that Sidney Crosby just likes the guy and they are bowing to the whims of Sidney Crosby. Every desire of Crosby's, he gets. And look, I think there are times for this organization where that thing has played out, Crosby has wanted this, and it has worked. In a perfect world, I don't think that a GM would say Chris Kunitz and Pascal Dupuis are the ideal line mates for Sidney Crosby. But Crosby liked them. He had chemistry with them. He didn't want that change. And you know what? They had some pretty damn good years together with that group. So there's been times where you can understand these decisions. There are also times, and I believe perhaps this is one of them, where you have to say, hey, look, man, you know, as great as you have been for this organization, you are the player and we are the management. And no matter how much money you bring in, no matter how many tickets you sell, no matter no matter how many championships you have won, there does come a point where there needs to be a divide there. And sometimes you have to tell somebody what they think is best isn't. What they like might not be best for the entire situation. 
They missed the playoffs last year. They lost in the first two rounds, uh, the two years before that. They lost in the qualifying round before that and the first round before that. They haven't won a playoff series since the 2017-2018 series. And we sit here and talk about, you know, Mike Tomlin and his playoff failures. Mike Sullivan, yes, he has the back-to-back cups, and those are a significant trump card to play in all of this. But going back to the 2017-18 season, he is in the same exact boat as Mike Tomlin. The same exact boat. Mike and Mike. All they do is not win when it matters most. And now we're looking at a situation where they're they're not even going to make the playoffs at this point for a second consecutive year. They're not even going to give themselves a shot. I don't want to diminish the impact that Mike Sullivan has had. He's been a great coach for this team. But sometimes you have to realize that for the collective good, you need to make a decision. And I don't anticipate that happening now during the course of this regular season. They'll let this play out. But, boy, after this year, if this team fails to reach the playoffs for a second straight year with Crosby, Malkin, Latang, Gensel, you go down the list, and now you add a guy like Carlson into that mix, and you don't make the playoffs after all, you know, you, you kind of not necessarily put all your chips in, but you you definitely anteed up this year, without a doubt. You kept the core group together year before last. Okay. You brought in another elite, legendary talent for your blue line. You retooled the bottom six. You brought in all these new pieces to plug into that bottom six. And what's happened? If the new big-time defenseman doesn't work, if keeping the core together doesn't work, if you spend as much money every year as you possibly can and that doesn't work, if you've brought in a new management group and that doesn't work, if you retool the bottom six this year and that doesn't work, what is the missing piece that you haven't changed? What is the one area that you refuse to address? It's Mike Sullivan's job. And if they don't make the playoffs this year, I think in part it will be because they brought him back this year and they absolutely have to cut ties with him if they don't make the playoffs and I think at least win a playoff series this year. You can honor the man, you can respect the man, you can appreciate what he has brought to Pittsburgh with two Stanley Cups and a a whole lot of wins. But enough is enough. And somebody needs to actually say it at some point. We'll see if it happens. What are your thoughts? 412-928-9370. We're going to hear more from Kyle Dubas. He met with the media today. We're going to get into a variety of topics here on the Fan Evening Show. I'll be with you until 10.35, got a good uh, trio of guests coming up. We're going to talk a little Steelers. We're going to talk a little NFL draft. We'll talk more Penguins later as well. And who knows Who knows what else we're going to get into? Maybe living on Mars. I saw a weird story about that today. So, Charlie, Charlie's along for the ride. Be prepared. 
We're going to get weird tonight, weird tonight. Uh, as uh, we'll be back with more. I'm Josh Roundtree. It's a fan evening show. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia in Peters Township. You can visit them at southhillskia.net. Definitely an interesting day at uh, Penguins HQ. Kyle Dubas talking, and you know he talked about Mike Sullivan. We talked about that in the opening segment. He talked about Jay, uh, Jake Gensel as well, trading him. We're going to talk about that, but first we'll get your calls. 412-928-9370. JB in Penn Hills is on the fan. What's up, JB? Hey, what's up? How's it going? Good. Good. I want to talk about the, the Pens. Um, I don't think they're going to be winning any more Stanley Cups in the Crosby era. era. I doubt that they're even going to win a playoff series. I think the team, they just do the same things over and over again with the same kinds of moves. Now, they did get a little bit better this year with the third line moves that they made, fourth line moves that they made. But um, they need to get young, and they just they don't get any younger. They don't get young, hungry players that are you know, eager to win like they did in 2016 and 2017. And, yeah, that's just what I think. Well, yeah, and, and look, I mean, I, I think the big part of that, JB, and appreciate the call, you know, I, I think what we're seeing right now with the organization is what we all knew was going to happen eventually, right? I mean, we all knew that there would come a time where you have to reap what you sow. And this goes back – beyond Kyle Dubas, beyond Ron Hextall. This goes back to the Ray Shiro era when they were wheeling and dealing first-round picks left and right. I mean, this team never had a first-round pick in a draft. Never. I mean, they, they always traded their picks. And at the time, we looked at that and said, hey, look, 
What was the quote in L.A.? F them picks, right, with the Rams? I had this, I had a similar mindset. Absolutely. What is a first-round pick going to bring you when you have this window open right now to win? And the problem is that the perceived window started to close, and we all kept believing that it was very much open. And what happened was, at the end of it, all of that depth that could have been built through those high-round picks that were traded away year after year after year, eventually you were left with somewhat of a bare cupboard. And look, the Penguins got fortunate in a way that guys like Rust and Gensel and you know Connor Sherry and so or Sherry or Sherry, I don't know what the hell he wants to be called anymore. They got, they were fortunate, and they were good at developing those guys and implementing them and bringing them in, particularly for cup run number two there. But they were fortunate that they that they brought those guys in and they worked and and that all worked out. But after that, I mean, when's the last guy that came up through the Penguins organization that you were really really excited about breaking through? Like, who's the last guy? That was a you know high round draft pick that you got really excited about to make his NHL debut. I mean, we talk about this with the Pirates all the time. You know, when's O'Neill Cruz going to make his debut? When's Paul Skeen's going to make his debut? We get excited about these. De- when's the last time you were really really excited about the debut of a Penguins player in the NHL where it was truly a big big deal? I I don't know. You have to go back a ways, I'm sure. And again, I don't blame them for doing what they did. They won two cups. It worked. There were times that it didn't work. Ryan Reeves, for instance, a first-round pick for that guy. Not a great trade. There were times that it did work. And they won cups. But... Ultimately, it just has left them at a point where they lack depth in their organization from a talent standpoint. And, hey, I mean, it is what it is. You reap what you sow. I'm just going back here and looking. First-round picks by the Penguins. Oh, this is uh, quite a list. Let's uh, let's start at the turn of the millennium, all right? 2000 draft, Brooks Orpik, one of my favorite all-time players, by the way. Colby Armstrong the following year, hmm, probably not a great first-round pick, but ended up being a solid NHL player, and now he's a commentator. Ryan Whitney uh, was the fifth overall pick in 2002. Better podcaster and vodka maker, they would say. Uh, than hockey player, but not a bad hockey player. Did get you Chris Kunitz, too. It did. The Ryan Whitney trade did net you, and and that goes back to what we talked about, Crosby in that line for all those years. The next year, Marc-Andre Fleury, no complaints there. The next year, Evgeny Malkin, no complaints there. The next year, Sidney Crosby. What a terrible pick that was. Jordan Stahl came in the next year. All right, still pretty good. I'm joking about the Crosby thing before anybody loses their minds. After that, all right, so the stall pick happens. First round picks the Penguins have made after that. 
2007, Angelo Esposito. 2008, they did not have a first, second, or third round pick. 2009, Simone Dupre. Okay. 2010, Bo Bennett. I think I just heard an ambulance go by just because I said the guy's name. 2011, Joe Morrow. Keep in mind, a lot of these guys ended up getting traded. 2012, Derek Pouliot and Olimata. No first-round pick in 2013. They traded it. 2014, Kasperi Kapanen. They traded him. Now, they netted Kessel out of that eventually, and uh, not a bad move. And they got Kapanen back. Maybe not a great move. 2015, no first-round pick. 2016, no first-round pick. 2017, no first-round pick. 2018, Charlie, guess what I'm going to say next year? Multiple first-round picks. No first-round picks. 2019, Sam Poulin. 2020, no first-round pick. Same thing in 2021. 2022, Owen Pickering. And now here we are in 2023 with uh, Braden Yager. All of this is to say, what did you expect to happen? We talk about on the football side, the Steelers are in this land of not mediocrity, but I understand why people think it's sort of a purgatory area in the NFL when we talk about their inability to draft very, very high and get an elite quarterback in the draft. And has that set them back here? We've talked about how they always pick, you know, 15th to 20th. And you don't really get that elite talent in the draft because of it. Well, that's a team that at least has a first-round pick every year. The Penguins have wheeled and dealed and gotten rid of their first-round picks. And look, again, this is going to sound like I'm complaining about these moves that were made. Generally, I agreed with them at the time. Who was the guy that they brought in? The defenseman? Why? Uh, I remember being on vacation and they traded for the defenseman. He had a nickname. Oh my God. Why is his name skipping my mind? Big body defenseman. They traded for. We're going to figure that out. What 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 year are we looking uh, at? That probably would have been. I don't know. Early, early 2010s, somewhere in there. Is Ibenick McCulloch? No. No. Big Z. That was the only nickname I could think of. Um, I'll figure that out, who I'm thinking of. I didn't prepare for that portion of the show. That just popped into my mind. But I, what I'm getting to is I remember when they made these traits. Aginla, for, for instance. There, there's a, a, a good one, even though it didn't really work out. But... I remember thinking at the time, like, yeah, this is a great, great move. I mean, it is. And ultimately, I look back on it and say, well worth it. But we have to live with the results of it all now. And it's unfortunate But what did you expect to happen here? It was bound to happen. And 
it sucks to live in this moment where we're watching this team, I think, generally not decay fully, but certainly begin to rot away. And I don't think that there's a name. I don't think that there is a way out of this right now. And that's tough to deal with. Let's go to Joe in the car up next on the fan. Hi, Joe. Josh, how are you, my friend? I'm good. What's up? The Klingsman you were talking about, I thought it was, or Klingberg or whatever his name is, I thought yeah, that's who we were talking about. But never, I mean, if it's not, it's not. But you talking about the defenseman they traded for? Yeah. No. Did he play for the Stars? Mm. Oh, you're talking, are you talking about Alexiak? Yeah, Alexiak, that's who I was yeah, talking about. Yeah, no, no, that that's a good call, but that's not who I'm thinking of. But Someone's going to call in and get it, but. All right. I'm, I'm anyway. like desperately Googling as we're doing the radio show right yeah. now, too. And uh, I I can't think of it. Anyways. Oh, Doug, Doug Murray. Douglas Murray. That's who okay. it was. Douglas okay. Murray. I, it took me way too long to remember that name. My brain is decaying as badly as the Penguins. Joe, thanks for the call. <laughs> Douglas Murray. The guy just said it. Then he then he hung up. Douglas Murray was the defenseman. This is what happens when you host a radio show solo. You have to think of things on the fly. And uh, that's what I had to do right there. He had the, what was his nickname again? Crankshaft. That's what it was. I knew it had something to do with the the gears of your car. Crankshaft was his name. What is a crankshaft? I don't know what that is. Charlie clearly does not as well. But like I remember when they made these moves, and, and I'm thinking, hey, these are great, but now they're not paying off. And, and now the next move that they have to make is something that is, you know, a little bit tough to deal with. And it's something we haven't seen the Penguins do. And that's, you know, we've always lived in the world of, hey, we're going to trade our assets for your good players. And now it's, hey, we got to trade our good players for your assets. And trading Jake Gensel is it seems like inevitable. This is what Kyle Dubas said today about Gensel. It's obviously one that, that's, a, that's at the forefront. He's injured now, um, obviously on injured reserve, and, and um, is eligible to come back on March 10th. I think the, the way that our whole strategy plays out in the next two and a half weeks, how our team continues to play, will will dictate uh, the short-term answer the, at the trade deadline, and then um, we'll continue to have those discussions leading up to that, and then and then afterwards with where it's at. But I would say it's um, you know I, I understand how valuable he's been as a teammate, person in the community, contributor to to helping the team win. Um, Stanley Cup and, and so on and so forth. So it's it's important, but at the at the same time, you know we have to take stock of where we're at and and um, you know be realistic about the fact that you know one of the issues we have is we need to get uh, we need to get younger and um, you know you know we have a lot of guys in their in their 30s signed. Some of them are some of the best players in the history of the franchise, and it's tough with Jake as I've said to him because he's um, he's an excellent player and playing at an elite level. But, um, you know, we have to find a way to continue to have those solid veteran guys, but also continue to get younger at the same time. And, and look, Dubas is right there. They do have to get younger. But here's the deal. He also brought back Jeff Carter. He also brought in Lars Eller. Carter's 39. Eller's 34. He brought in Nola Chari, who's been banged up. He's 32. He brought in Matt Nieto, who's 
31. He brought in Riley Smith, who's 32. He, you know, you go down this list, and yes, he is right. They need to get younger. By the way, Eric Carlson's 33. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm still not bashing him for that move, but, you know, you can say we need to get younger, but you're part of the reason that you're so old. And now you're left in a situation where you want to trade, potentially trade, Jake Gensel, who, by the way, is not even 30 yet. You want to get younger, but you're also not trading an old guy. You're trading a guy that's kind of in the prime of his career. I don't want to see them trade Gensel. But I also am pretty realistic with the fact right now that this team is not going to win with Jake Gensel, and they're not going to win without Jake Gensel. And when I say win, I mean compete, go deep in a postseason. So is this the start of a rebuild? Are fans ready for that? Beyond the fans, is... Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Chris Letang, Eric Carlson ready to be part of a rebuild? Or are they going to maybe want to be part of a deal that gets them somewhere else that lets them rebuild here in Pittsburgh? Are you ready for that? Have you reached the point with the Penguins where, you know what, there might be three, four years here of pretty bad hockey, but you have assets? Whether you can trade them is certainly a question, but guys like Gensel, you would think would net a really, really good return. And are you willing to do that? 412-928-9370. That is the number. Edgar Snyder and Associates, the fan text lines brought to you by them. Personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Take a break. When we come back, we'll take your calls. I'm Josh Roundtree. It's a fan evening show. 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge and Route 19 in Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. 
All right, let's grab a couple of calls before we hit the top of the hour, and let's begin with Bill in New Jersey. What's up, Bill? Hi, how you doing? Thanks Good. for taking my call. I appreciate it. Um, I just wanted to say on the penguin, the penguin problems, right? Your your GM currently was put in a position that most of us wouldn't be able to get out of, and he's in a tough spot. And on the outside looking at it, the realistic thing to do, if we're going to restock this, retool, whatever you want to say, there's no way they're making a playoffs this year. They would have no. to go – at this point, on an unbelievable run, would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think, look, we've seen this group do things like that as far as hitting really good runs before, but it, it, it seems unlikely. Here's the thing I think they should do. Gensel's got to be traded. You tell them, look, we're going to trade you and give you a chance to win a Stanley Cup somewhere else. Tell them when the offseason comes, you know what? We'll revisit trying to re-sign you back. That's number one. Yeah. You got to get a prospect, a player, and a pick. That That's number one. Number two that I would look at is trading Jerry. A lot of people in the media on this show didn't think he was that great all through this time, and he got high, He got um, signed to a pretty good contract. You're never going to get as high value for that guy now as you can and they've got a goaltender in the minor leagues named Bloomquist that's ripping it up. Yeah. So he might be the future. You might want to keep the backup that you have now. Let him be the starter and bring that kid up. You just saved another six million bucks. But you have to retool it in a way like you're you're going to make these draft picks, but you also got to create cap space because you got to get some guys in here that can play. So the other thing you're looking at, Riley Smith and Raquel have been disappointments. Well. Who's going to take Raquel because he hasn't looked that good at all? But Riley Smith has some value, and those are guys they should be looking to deal off. And I think not one player should be untouchable unless his name is Crosby, and that's about it. Yeah, Bill, thanks for the call, man. Uh, I, I don't disagree with you. I, I would certainly entertain a trade of, a trade of Jari. I think one thing when we talk about Gensel, uh, he, you know, he does have a limited no-movement clause, and um, – Kyle Dubas today said that he has not asked any player about waiving their no move or no trade clause. So that's one thing to keep in mind here as we, you know, approach that doesn't mean he won't, doesn't mean it won't happen, but he did say today that he has not asked any players to do that uh here yet. Uh Tom in the car up next. Hi, Tom. Hey Josh, how are you? Hey, great show. Thanks. Um hey the, the player you're thinking of, and I can't remember his actual name, but it was Crankshaft. Yeah, yeah, du- du- Douglas Murray was his name. Yeah, that's it. Ray, Ray Shiro traded two second-round draft picks for him, and that's the same year they brought in Brendan Morrow, right. Jerome McGinley, and UC Jokinen. They really went chips got, in there with that, that year. And, and then they got smacked in the conference final by Boston because yep. I was at a couple of those games <laughs> uh, throwing my guts up. I remember, so, anyways, also- <laughs> I remember, Tom, I remember going to game one of that series, actually, and – uh, the Penguins lost. They barely scored. I think they scored, what, two goals in the entire series maybe? Yeah. And I like remember that. there was an, an idiot from Boston behind me who kept yelling, Bruins in four, Bruins in four, in that Boston accent. And I just I, – I, I've never been closer to turning around and hitting somebody in my life. And yeah, exactly. then he ended up being right, which game. which that made me more ticked off, I think, at the end but, of it was that he was right. But, hey, Josh, but the other thing you got to remember too is is that Ron Hextall, he uh, – he put a crankshaft into this team as well. <laughs> got rid of Matheson, got rid of Marino, brought in Petrie, 
um, those were just some bad moves. Yeah. And um, and we're paying the price for those right now. Yeah. And well, I mean, but color- here's but here's the deal, Tom. Uh, and thanks. We got to move on. I, I, you know, I agree with you that Hextall Burke and Company did not do right by this organization. I don't think we can look at them and say that they are the cause of all this. They did not help. They did not help at all. They made some horrific decisions. I don't think if Kyle Dubas had started, you know, back when Hextall and Burke came in, that this situation would be all that much different. Maybe a little bit, but I just think that this was bound to happen with this team. They're an aging group. They're incredibly old. They're the oldest team out there. And eventually, age and time was going to lead to this. And there's really nothing that I I don't think any GM, and I'm not, you know, absolving Ron Hextall for how terrible of a GM the guy was, but this goes to me beyond him. This was, we all talked about it at the time. You know, back in 2013 when they were wheeling and dealing and 2014 and 15 and they were trading picks and they won the two cups, we all said, you know, there's going to come a day where the lack of depth in the organization will catch up to them, and today's that day. Mike in Northern Butler up next. Hi, Mike. Hey, uh, long-time listener, uh, first-time caller. Uh, awesome. I appreciate you taking my call. Yeah. Uh, I Maybe I'm not uh, very uh, hockey savvy, but what is the purpose of uh, trading Gensel? I, I just don't understand because you're going to get rid of a guy in hopes to get somebody that – or maybe two that – might be half as good as this guy, or what? What is the reason for that? Well, that yeah, up. yeah, Mike. Thanks for the call. And here's the deal: Gensel's at the end of his contract. They have not worked out an extension with him yet. Uh, right now, he is playing on a deal. He's in the final season of a five-year, thirty million dollar deal. It's six million a year. He's going to get a significant pay bump from somebody. Uh, they, I think, given the money that they have allotted to Carlson and Malkin and Latang and Crosby getting in bed with another large contract, and I would throw even Jari in the length that he got on his deal, they are, I think, wary of committing big money to another player who, yes, is a really good player for them, but could also fetch back a lot in return when you talk about the overall depth needed to get and get this team deeper within their organization. That's why they're looking at trading him. It's not that they don't think he's a good player or that he can't, you know, he can't help, but... The way that we view the Penguins and the deals they make has to change a little bit now. It it has to become, hey, look, sometimes this organization has to trade its best players in order to build up the depth that's needed to compete uh, eventually in the NHL. All right, we got to get one more call in before the break. Tom in Oakmont is up next. Hi, Tom. Yeah, hey, Josh. Uh, Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I have an idea on a power play. These, These guys are so conservative and they want these. They want these. Uh, their skilled players to go in and be more aggressive and just start slamming the uh, puck towards the net. And that, that's almost the definition of what the guys lower down in the uh, lineup who don't have as much skill do. They're, they're good at slapping, get going in there, and maybe taking a shot that isn't as studied as the, these guys do. And I think they need to get some grunts in there. Get a grunt in there, and he'd bring so much energy because he'd he'd be uh, like he'd be all uh, taken aback that he's in there, and it might it might add to their power play. What do you mean by grunt? I mean the you know the uh, average skill guys. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, I could take that from working. I always suck. Yeah, no, and look, Tom, and thanks for the call. I think that, you know, part of the issue is that there is so much skill on the ice that you do run into a point. We've seen this with this team in the past. Like, we've seen moments where their power play has been great, but we've also seen times where it's a little bit convoluted with the amount of talent that you have out there all at once. All right, it was a good hour talking Penguins with you. We're going to shift gears. Uh, We'll get into some football talk when we come back. Uh, Mike DeFabo from The Athletic will join us when we return. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. Cloudy and a low of 44 in the overnight tonight. I'm Josh Roundtree. Mike DeFabo coming up next with us here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. (sighs) 6 is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 